Hey y'all. Oh lord, here comes Chantal. What? Nothing. We just know you always with the shit. And is. So what you got for us this time? Oh, you know, just a little hookah, a little drink for our conversation. Well, what else is new? This episode. So let's get to it. Good morning, good evening, good night, my friends, the people. <laughs> I know y'all are wondering, who is that laughing in my background? This is a high demand. I needed this Emphasis on high. High, because we're high. <laughs> no, we're not. We're getting there. And I needed to have someone on here that can redeem the last gentleman that came on. Am I here for redemption? You're here because I want you to be here, okay. but it's it's like extra extra bonus because okay. look, don't check me on my I was, show. I'm just saying because because I was confused like on why I was here. This, this is like plenty. It's not. I work at a hospital now. Hospital. <laughs> Anyways, I was gonna give him a nice introduction, but mm, it's Doctor Hardeman, aka Jason, Ooh. aka Doctor Jew Little, aka <laughs> Mr. Smartass, aka <laughs> Don't say shit unless you want some shit. <laughs> Say hey to the people. Hey to the people. What's up, y'all? I'm here. Um, hi. So hi, y'all. Hi. hi. So let me tell y'all. <laughs> I'm gonna tell y'all now. So we're we're doing our session at my place, and he's the dog whisperer. So if y'all hear some some barking or some sniffs, it's just these uh, allergy challenge chizus that's walking around. <laughs> So I just gotta get out of heads up now. Y'all, one of them missing fur from Listen. the back <laughs> all the way down to the legs. Okay. Since he said that he already introduced shot o'clock, so shot o'clock, we man. don't say names of the liquor unless these people that I can't pronounce on this bottle that you uh provide. <laughs> <laughs> that you provide um. Well, everybody no knows me. what I drink already. Yeah, tequila, we'll just tequila. say it's tequila. So we're drinking the tequila. Oh yeah, definitely. I would. So we gotta take our shot because I don't know what the hell. Cheers. This episode is complete. <laughs> What's your Instagram Ooh. handle? Doctor D R, not the spelling. Dot Hardiman H A R D I M A N. Okay, and again, I will tell y'all his handle at the end because you're going to want to look him up, ladies. He has some money. He brought some tips, treats, and, and he's stingy with his money. He's stingy, <laughs> but if he loves you, I... <laughs> <laughs> listen, I'm blessed to have the tips, treats. So I know everybody may not know, but I have known Dr. Hardiman since 2005. That's 15 years. Ooh. I was about to say 2007. And the edges have not 2000, grown. Since. 2007 is when we became cool, though. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Talk about friends, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, Talking about God. friends. That, that is, is what this episode is about to be about. And I couldn't do it with anyone else. This is one of my longest lasting friendships that I can uh, say happened from my teenage years to now. Yep. We have been through We have a been lot. through that everything. Is crazy. We have talked We probably about shouldn't be friends today. right now. <laughs> each other frenemies but i think we're strong yeah strong frenemies we're strong we love each other we love each other sometimes all the time well okay let me so i'm gonna tell you now just to kind of break the ice a little bit sometimes i ask discussion questions to the people that's what i call my followers the people okay um i ask them things just to see what's on their mind how they look at situations and then i ask the guest on the show, the question, and they give me their answer. Now, of course, I don't have to tell you, Mr. Smartass, <laughs> to uh, be honest with your answers because you will. 100%. Nope, 100%. I want 1, to hear honest opinions, and that's why I say I can't do it with anyone else. So, I told my followers <clears throat> that lately, and of course, I was not talking about me because my people still... But <laughs> with the podcast release, they still. But I've been seeing a lot of my followers starting businesses, starting different things, whether it's a tangible or intangible business. And I'm very proud of everyone, whether they're in Mississippi, Texas, Honolulu, wherever they are, they're mm-hmm. doing it. And, Same. you know, you don't really have to put it out there when you have an issue with someone. It's kind of known. So let's just say, for instance, with me launching my podcast. I'm sure with people knowing you're one of my closest friends, they're looking to see if you posted anything about me. So if you're not saying anything, they're probably like, hmm, I wonder what's going on with Jason and Chantal. Yeah. And I. That's people being nosy. That's people being Karens. 
Oh. <laughs> that's a whole different topic, though. Yeah, that's, that's a whole different topic. They, they need to be a catch thing. We say that every time on every show, a whole different topic. But yeah, so I seen people and I'm like, okay, I know these two are close. Why hasn't this person posted about this person's endeavors? What's mm-hmm. going on? Of course, I don't ask because, again, it's not my business. But a lot of people come to me about stuff. So I'm like, okay, and I always tell people I don't take sides. I'm not going to go back and tell this person what you say stays with me, and that's it. So I've asked them a a couple of discussion questions, and the first question was, how do you handle a group of friends that treat you according to what the ringleader does? You treat them just like that. They're not even your friends. Yeah. The group isn't your friends and the person that you're the coolest with that follows behind the ringleader ain't your friend either okay so my answer is i just don't deal with people like that or i deal with them in you know in passing so it's gonna be like oh i'm gonna see you out at a bar and be like hey like i don't have any ill feelings towards you but i'm just gonna treat you as an associate we're not friends so let me tell you i'm in a thousand group chat (laughs) And that's Don't probably a soft number. We in a thousand group We are in a thousand. And the group chat that's like my top priority is the one that we're in. <coughs> we named it so much. 2013 Refugees, the crew. Uh, 2013 Decisive. Because don't nobody, don't nobody know what they want. Yeah, we're, we're a little buzzed. But um, so with every group chat that I've noticed that I've been in, including the one we're in. Excuse me. Baca, well, tequila kicking in. <laughs> it's always the one person that never takes this quiet. You have the person who normally just kind of says, okay, heart, thumbs up, everything somebody says. They barely say stuff, but we're letting them make it with that part. Yeah. You have the person who pretty much starts the conversations every day. This person is seeing a meme or some you. type of <laughs> some type of meme or saying or news article or talking about somebody that got pregnant or got cheated on or you. whatever they got. <laughs> Why are you describing yourself? <laughs> well, but yeah, so you always have that person. And then you also have a person, well, like you said, with, our friendship doesn't count, but I've been in these groups where if it's a person that makes the conversations go left, then everybody goes towards this. So let's just mm-hmm. say, you know, I say, well, y'all want to go to um, the wing nut tonight? And everybody like, yeah, okay. And then you just say you're the person that's kind of the, the antagonist in the group. Mm-hmm. Look at me using big words. You rubbing <laughs> off over here? <laughs> but yeah, so let's just say the antagonist is like, well, I don't I don't like wing nut. Or, you know, last time I went there, I got into it with the people. But them people are not even there anymore. Right. So everybody's decided not to go there because of that person. Get your feet off me. Uh, I'm tall. I'm surprised <laughs> that your cookie actually touched me. Yeah, if y'all can't see, Dr. Hardman is not uh, blessed in the height department. That's why you always say don't, you know, look at the, your neighbors because you don't know what Short nigga put my dick long. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So, you know, again, smart ass, whatever type of reaction you want to give to me. How do you handle that type of person in the group? Uh, I mean, I'm I'm just known for doing what I want to do anyway. So if I say I want to go to Winged Nut and you say, nah, I think I want to go to Sonic, I'm going to still go to Winged Nut. Yeah. <laughs> so I was extending the invite just in case y'all wanted to come. I don't care if all seven people in the group chat didn't want to come. Guess where I'm Jason, going to be Guess where Jason be. going? To Winged Nut. Y'all can go eat at uh, Bl- uh, Burgers and Blues off of whatever. Oh, we ain't supposed to say no names. Too late. You can say the restaurant names. We can have yeah. them a little bit. It's yeah. just these drink people. Ain't nobody going there anyway. <laughs> ain't nobody going there. I just feel like I'm going to be really high because you're going to hit a lot of points. And we ain't even just got into it yet. But yeah, so I used to be that person. Um, I've never been a ringleader, I don't believe. I try yeah, not I to be negative anyway. Unless somebody tests me. But mm. I've been in a situation where I've I been can't wait a- to get on that testing you part. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. This is crazy. Okay. I Squirrel, I have never seen you get in any fight. But I have heard that you have just... Molly, and it just makes me so proud as a friend. I'm going to cry. Yeah, I can create. It makes me I so proud as a friend. I my that- mouth. And I created my cousins. My male cousins. Kit. And, and Kit, my... Yeah. Yep, Kit. 
Jakara and Precious, my uh, can't she's forget a female. Three. Precious in three, they taught me how to how to fight. But I try not to fight. I really do. I hate fighting. You know. I know you do. That's you how do. I end up in fights because I always tell the person I don't want to fight them and they end up mm-hmm. fighting. And that's that's when people try to try you. But anyway, <laughs> back on topic. Back yeah. On topic. So you know, I've been in situations where I've been in groups and. I would kind of watch what I said or how I did stuff because I didn't want to piss the ringleader off because it's going to piss these people off. And some, well, no, not some. I'm going to take that back. I'm not in none of those type of groups now. Mm-hmm. Like all of my group chats that I'm in that I'm attentive to and don't have on mute, um, it's equal. Like nobody, to my knowledge, should feel like they have to walk on eggshells or, you know, go against anybody else. Yep. That's the that's really the only group chats I like to be a part of. People who like have their own minds, like, okay, just because I mean and everybody might like going to Wingnut and they're like, Okay, let's go to Wingnut. Like everybody cool with that. Like I like groups like that or make another suggestion but but don't try to say it in like a negative way. Yeah. So just say To agree to disagree. You know, we do that a lot in our group chat. Yes, we do that's, that so I much. have to be around people that agree to disagree. I have to be around people that understand that I'm an ambivert, and for y'all that may not know what that means, it's not anything sexual. But it's because shit, it do sound like that. When the uh, lawyer guy didn't know what sapo sex, I no. was like, <laughs> I be downplaying myself. I gotta stop doing it. <laughs> and, and then I was like, so you talking all this mad shit, but you have not passed the bar yet. He should be on Trump's law team. You you he haven't passed the bar. You can't you can't talk that mad shit. I mean, yes, like hats off to like black men like doing good. Hats off to black women doing well. Um, but not passing your bar is like being a doctor but haven't passed the boards yet. Like you, okay. you These can't hookah, practice. The hookah's gonna go out. <laughs> you cannot practice. But <laughs> sorry, you made me touch But yeah, so I'm an ambivert, which means I'm a mix of an introvert and extrovert. And it may be some days where. I have friends that call or text and I just be, I mean, you know, I be in my zone where I don't feel like doing none of that. I'll text you before I talk to you. Mm-hmm. And then, and maybe some days where I want to be the life of power, I might go out. Like, you might have said, well, Hash and Ty, you want to go out with me to Clutch on Sunday? And I'm like, nah, I really don't feel too great. But then Tuesday, you see me at Tacos and Tequila. But, so what we finna do about uh, Dallas places is we finna use Harris House of Heroes because that's a black owned spot. Okay. So we're going to Harris House of Heroes and we're going to Harris House of Heroes and we're going to Harris House of Heroes. And that's another thing. You have to have a friend <laughs> that can help critique and articulate and, you know, get you going. I love that. Somebody else might have been like, why the fuck you cut me out? But you, you know, we do that. Yep. Harris House of Heroes. We're going there. What they doing in there, dog? I don't See? know. The ghetto. <laughs> told you the dog whisper. So, um, yeah, so I end up being at Harris House of Heroes, but you'll just be like, Well, she I guess she's all good today. But somebody else might be like, Well, she must don't fuck with me because I asked her Sunday to come with me here and she with these other people on Tuesday. When it's not even that deep. Yeah, it's not. And I had I think coming out here taught me that because I had to look at myself, you know, like am I that friend? Because I'd be like, dang, I don't have no company. I used to always have parties and stuff. Yeah. Now I don't really have too many parties, but people don't up and invite themselves to your place. You have to ask them to come. Mm. And I have to be like, do I ask people to come? So I feel like if I can do that type of self-reflection, people should always revisit themselves for their self-reflection. Yeah, self-reflection is always a good thing. And I, I've been thinking lately, like, maybe I should go to a therapist. And it's not like, and not just because there's like an issue, but because like it have to I be. feel like it's it's just good to just talk to somebody. Yes. But and then I mean parents always say, Oh, you can talk to me about anything. Mm-mm. No, we can't. Because I have a time I'm talking about you. Because <laughs> no, you help me be who I am, whether you intended to or not, good or bad, you play a huge role in the way a I carry myself role. now. So the next thing I asked them, speaking of, do you find yourself closer to chat with childhood friends? Are your adult friends, like people you met after high school? Uh, I think that's subjective to the person. But for me, both. Because Heck I have, yeah. I'll just say both. Because Heck like yeah. I'm a, I'm a friend. I'm a damn good friend. Like I feel like I'm just a, an excellent friend to anybody that I'm friends with. So if we establish a friendship and we build that and we got a bond, like honestly, there's nothing people can do to like tear us apart now. I e I mean if you gonna if you gonna go somewhere and just talk shit about me for no reason, but usually your true friends don't do that. Right. And I feel like I have a lot of true friends. So I have, and I'm still as close with my friends when I was 
three years old until now. Like we're 29, 28, 27. We're all still that close. Right. I also have friends from middle school and high school that I'm still friends with, like super close, best friends from high school, best friends from undergrad, best friend, one best friend from vet school. But I got a couple of friends from vet school. Let's not even get on vet school because them folks, no happy. out of 90 people, I'm friends with five, got everybody else blocked. <laughs> yeah, my lungs. I was the only black person. I was the only black person in that class. Oh, so y'all know what I went through. Okay, but yes, um, for me, I would say as far as my daily talking, like texting wise and talking to and hanging out, it would be my adult friends. And matter of fact, it's some people. I'm gonna tell y'all a little background by myself, and I don't give a fuck what y'all think. Not in a bad way, but saying it in a confident way for me. But everybody did not fuck with me growing up. Nope. Like, I really was bullied a lot. And there's a lot of people that did, like, that does like me now, didn't like me at first. Yeah. So, it's so funny to me that <laughs> that I have so many people that try to befriend me and, you know, associate with me. And I don't feel like they're trying to use me or anything because I don't really have, well, not now. I don't have anything to be used other than my friendship, which I think is just as important as anything materialistic. Right. But I think they generally just like, okay, she's not a bad person. Like, I mean, you know how petty people are when we in high school, when we in middle yeah, school. Yeah, we like in, in anything, like, just super petty. Like, for no reason, oh, she said don't like him, so yeah. I'm not going to like him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, group chats be like that, too. And we adults, True. but not the group chats that I'm in yeah. now. I can safely say that. Yeah, but, um You disassociate yourself from people like that. I mean, when you get older, you get more mature, and you understand, like, this is not the type of people I want to be around, yeah, or this is the type of people I want to be around, because, you know, it's people that's 30, 35, still in mess. You can look at the Real Housewives Oh, baby, I already whatever. know, because um, this weekend, it was somebody that age that did some mess, but we're not going to talk about that. We're going to wait till the family discussion and talk about that part. Mm. Um, mm. But, yeah... <laughs> I'm so, so glad you tell me everything. I'm like, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. But okay. Yeah. So um, you know, my childhood friends and again me going off of the love that I received as far as promoting myself in the podcast, a lot of people promoted without me having to ask them. Like, yeah, I had mm-hmm. some people that I asked to, you know, post, but a lot of people shocked me. It was people that I knew from elementary school, people I thought forgot about me. People I don't forgot about, honestly. And, you know, that was a lot of love. So, that's why I said when I made that post the other day saying I know there's friends not doing stuff. People, if you know me by now or if you know a little bit about me, I don't indirect. I do not indirect. I have put my number on social media before because I want to be that direct. 100% true. And I wasn't talking about any of my friends or my family. I was talking about people that were close to me or people that I just happened to follow. I'm noticing their people ain't doing it. Right. So I'm like, okay, with the glass mic, and I told y'all a long time ago, I don't care about being that, that black sheep that represent how y'all feel. If you need to play this podcast one day, why you just so happen to be cleaning up, I'm doing air quotes, so happen to be cleaning up or cooking and you need the other person in the room to hear it, that's fine because I used to do that all the time. Yeah. So I don't think it's a, a decision, well, how I said men versus women last week, I don't think you have to choose between your childhood and adult friends, but I will say... Some of your childhood friends, you have to be careful because they know the person that they met. Yeah. So if you met me and I was working at Arby's and I sucked at school, then nobody liked me. My breath used to stink. And these other people that met me 10 years later after I fixed my halitosis problem and I have a good job and I'm on my shit. They're going to look at me in a different perspective than you are because you know the original me. And it's not saying I'm fake. I changed. I mean, yeah, I changed. Of course. But you changed in a good way. I changed, yeah, for the positive. Right. So to have childhood friends that love you and can grow with you through your seasons, that is a blessing. It's rare and you hold on to it. Of course, y'all may bump heads, but get that back because that's something that's very rare to have my two longest standing best friends like still alive they both got kids now i love them dearly they're both they're both female man we have been best friends literally like best friends like for 26 years yeah and they're very they are very proud and what i love about them because some people are very protective of their friends i i don't see how 
and I've had about thousand people tell me that you're their best friend, but I just don't say shit. <laughs> I just be like, okay, you know, I don't feel like I'm your best friend. I feel like I'm one of your closest friends, but you I'm not your best. And I don't take offense to it. But what I like about them is that they've seen all these people come into your life, people that you met, you know, once you started public school, people that you met once you started Jackson State and, you know, just any type of surrounding area. And they don't feel jealous. If they do, they ain't showed it. Yeah. But they, they take your friends in and they still have that love for you and they understand. And I like the fact that literally about 95% of my friends, they all get along with each other. Like, no matter who I bring around. Like, I feel like it's because it's, one, my energy, but two, like, the friends that the, it, it just seems like the group you want to keep around you. You want to keep that same energy around you. Yeah. You want to make sure, like, the energy that you have at home you can bring to your friend's establishment. You can bring those friends to those friends' establishment. And everybody just still vibe. And that's how I come out. Because it's like I'm a melting. Well, not the melting pot that you, the U.S. is right now. Because it's a, a, a boiling pot that we don't need to talk about right now. <sighs> but I'm the type where, you know, I have different people that come through. I have my, my. I don't want to describe them. But all of my friends are different. Like, everybody has different backgrounds, different walks of life. And when I used to throw my little parties and stuff. I would have some of my friends I had in college, some of my friends I met as an adult, some of my childhood friends that did stick around. Like, I would have all of them there. And I would have some friends that felt some type of way. Yeah. And, you know, I'd just be like, well, you know, I've been kicking it with these people. I try to make sure everybody's comfortable. You know, even with a packed apartment, I still had everybody comfortable. Fuck comfortable. A... We were sitting on the floor at your apartment but y'all when you first were, You know, it's cool. It's cool <laughs> that everybody was okay. Yeah. You know, we had food. You know, we come over here, we're going to have food. And we always had liquor. food. But yeah, that kind of that kind of boggled me because again, I I never just had a a strict friendship. And what I mean by strict is like that one friend that I talk to all day every day, except for Cortez, my husband. Like that's my I, I told him like if we weren't married and living together, I probably would talk to him every day. <laughs> like that's just the type of person that I am, and I I love when people can understand that part about me. But I had to learn, you know, I can't be friends with people who only want to hang out with their group. Like, mm -hmm. if it was the crew, no, I grouped the crew. We all graduated, well, majority of us graduated the same year, but we all started together. So, it's not about when we graduated, though, it says 2013, but it's really, you know, we started the freshman year right. and we ended Yeah, together. right. We're Few, so really we are like nine. we are like a few of the friend groups that actually and people lasted have came that long. At the damn girl. Listen, <laughs> but it's been the ones <laughs> that were really friends. It's been, it's if, been the one that was really friends that stayed in the group, right? But if y'all would have felt some type of way about me inviting y'all to my house, and I had other people that came over. I don't think our friendship would be as strong as it is now because it's like, dang, I can't have all of y'all together. Mm -hmm. You know, I just, I just can't do that. So the next question, speaking of shady, what's the shadiest shit a friend has done to you, but you didn't address? I don't think I should ask you that because you address every fucking thing. Yeah, I mean, I feel like there is nothing that anybody has done to me personally that I have not addressed. I am very blunt, straightforward. I mean, I'm non-problematic, but I can be problematic if that presents itself. Yeah. So I... I mean, I just always address everything. So, I mean, if there's, mm, I guess there's one thing I didn't address though. Okay, we say whatever, but again, we don't say personal names. Yeah, I don't say names. Situation. I don't say names ever. But anyway, um, I guess I can go back to undergrad. Thank God, this part of my life. Undergrad, didn't college, right? Undergrad college. Yeah. What? Uh -huh. No, I told you. Thank you, Lord. I ain't got it out now. I'm like, what other undergrad did I attend? <clears throat> but yeah, uh, thank God that this part of my life did not happen. But pledging like i'm so glad and like i had a friend you know who this friend is yeah and like we talked every day almost like we gave information back to each other we were sending shit in emails like pictures line names like oh this is who you need to know blah blah this blah blah that and he made it i didn't not i wasn't gonna cry about it but um this nigga dropped off the face of the earth like and now, like, I mean, we, like, when I see you, I'm going to speak to you. But it just kind of fell off since then. And I, I never addressed it, but just know I know it happened. And you're not the only person that's been through something like that or close to. I'm sure it's other listeners who could say the same thing. And not even just when it comes to, you know, trying to pledge an organization. But with anything, trying to get into school, trying to get a job. Little, like, it's little things. And you will have a friend where it's like, well, one person got to get this opportunity and another person didn't. 
and it changes. And I think a lot of people, well, not a lot, because a lot of people root for me. And I'm changing the trajectory, like how I say things. Mm-hmm. It was a, probably a couple people over here who was looking at me to see, okay, when you get all this stuff that you, you know, ask for, how are you going to act? And like, again, it's not even just about an organization. It's just life period. Right. Like I got, I got, you know, to be married. I got to move to Dallas. I got to start my podcast. So people are waiting to see how you're going to take that. Are you going to continue to be humble? Are you going to, con- you know, are you going to end up being that person that bullies and bullshits and stunts off? And a lot of things that I, well, the one thing I like to say is, Whatever you do and hack, like whatever you do and ate with what you have in a little amount, it intensifies when you get something bigger. Mm-hmm. So if you have, let's just say ten dollars, and people ask you for help, and you do what you can with that ten dollars, and you don't complain about it, you don't say nothing about it, you, you even tired with it. Once that multiplies tenfold or however it goes, if you were giving at that amount, like at this small amount, you're gonna be giving with the large amounts. Right. If you were treating people like crap with the little that you had, you know, a little put, you remember your car was put put. You wasn't like that. Everybody in Jackson rode in their car before. So you were very generous. You were very generous. But, um, you know, let's just say somebody else had a put put. And, you know, if they were giving them rides and that, then when they get older, I'm not saying they're going to get them rides in their bigger car, but I'm just saying if you were generous or kind right. when you didn't have anything, it's going to intensify. And before I had all this stuff that I wanted that was on my wish list and my prayer list and my goals, I I say for with confidence, I was always humble and helpful to people. Yeah, you know, because I you I, were. I didn't and I you still are. You yeah. still are, honestly. And you know, like I said, I wasn't popular until after I got my, my first. Well, that wasn't my first fight. My <laughs> my first high school fight. I said cause I got to fight twice in high <laughs> school. So my first high school fight. That's when people and I don't know why the same everybody <laughs> yeah they both had the same name. They you know people respected me. I don't know if it's because I got the fight or what. And I hate that people have to respect you after you have to put hands on people. I think that yep. is stupid. Um, Sometimes that's just what it resorts to. But <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, being bullied, not having really a lot of friends growing up. As an only child, I mean, I had siblings on my dad's side, and I, I claim my brother. But I say only child compared to my mom's side, because that's who I stayed with the first half of my life. Um, you know, that humbled me. Like, I didn't have a position to where I could just, you know, stun on people and make people feel belittled. Right. But, you know, as I got older and late high school years and even in college up to now, now I have a little more. Well, I've always had what I have now. I always had this type of personality. I've always talked like this. People are actually just wanted to get in tune with it. So y'all are seeing what my friends have already been seeing right. that people just didn't accept because maybe one or two people didn't accept it. I remember when you were not you were just so passive aggressive. I was like Chantal we can't do this bro. If you gonna, if you if we're going to be friends we're going to be friends and you ain't going to let people talk shit to you like this. That was in 2009 mm-hmm. when we went to Q Delta and somebody tried to put you out the car. I was like, so tall, yeah. if you get out this car, like we can't be friends no yeah. more. And you was like, put me out. And I was like, my <laughs> nigga, my nigga, put me out. I was like, yup. And I just sat back and I was quiet and I was like, I bet he won't put her out. Yeah. But let me tell you. So this is something I'm working on. Even with uh with the podcast, like I had it. And I know you're going to be like, why did he call you? And if you're listening, you know, hello, how you doing? But I had an old manager that called me and asked me about my podcast. Like, you know, I, you know, I don't work for, well, you know, but the people don't know. But I don't work for anyone right now. I'm an independent contractor. Mm-hmm. So I'm working. I make money. But I don't have a nine to five. I don't clock in. If I want to not go to work, I, I don't have to go to work. But work. I'm not going to get paid. So I ain't stunning, but <laughs> I'm just stunning on, you know, I can go when I get ready. But, um, yeah, he had called and was like, you know, I heard you starting your podcast. And at first I felt a little, like, nervous. I'm like, why he want to listen to me? Like, I didn't talk at work. And I think that's why, because they wanted to get to know me, because I didn't talk it like this. I know mm-hmm. you can't imagine. You know, people want to be nosy, so. And that's fine, because each listener, whether it's a person that wants to be nosy, that wants to really tune in, or a person that wants to play to let other people here to talk about me, that's fine, because I'm still getting my listeners and my uh, my money, so and my sponsorships. Right. So please listen. I sponsored you tonight with you did cookies. sponsor <laughs> with some, me with some, with some cookies. cookies. You don't have to and call the, them out. That's them. fine. They probably. Okay, I forgot. We're, I've been calling you for tea. And then this is some good old tequila. I can't believe I brought my good tequila over here. I'm a good friend. You. Mm. What I get you? Huh? 
Wasn't that, wasn't that oh, you did. You did give me some wings and some tater yeah. tots. Yeah, see, some mutual yeah, friendship. And I'm looking at this cup right here on the table. I asked you actually. Baby I asked something. you to bring me a bowl of ice, mm-hmm. and you brought me. What did you bring me? A, a decent sized red cup full of ice. It's probably <laughs> water now. I don't know. I'm blowing too. Though. But yeah, I think the shadiest stuff that a friend did to me and I didn't address it. I'm going to tell y'all something about me now. And I don't know if y'all can relate or not. And Jason probably going to get on me about it. But oh, I'm working on this. We should but take another shot. I don't do. Start. Yeah, give me a shot because I need it. <laughs> You ain't, you, talking, you ain't even not need it like nothing. It's not that oh, bad. Have, I'm talking about I need it like to keep my my hot going. Oh. Hell no. Uh, but yeah. So my problem is when my friends do well, not friends, but associates. Because I say everybody's a different tier for everything. You have the people that you can party with. You have people that know your personal life, like what may be going on. You have people that see what's on social media. Y'all like each other's shit, and y'all respond to each other's stories. You know, just different tiers of friendship. Yeah. So, my problem is with a certain tier of my friendship. Like, if they do something that I don't like, it hurts me. Because I know that if it was somebody on the street, I would check their ass right then and there. But if it's somebody that I love, it's like it hurt. It hurts me to, to try to say something. Because I don't know if it's going to go left. Or, I know, you know what? You do know if something's going to go left for somebody or not. Yeah, because you know that person. Yeah. So, I... I, I battled it. I don't battle it as much because nothing's happening right now. But I battled that last year moving here to Texas because, um, you know, for y'all that don't know my story, I got fired from a job where I was the only black person and I reported them for some uh, discrimination things that they did. And I got fired the next day. And Cortez told me the group to, chat was lit. The group we were chat living. Was lit. We was like, sue the they ass, sue they ass, yes. fuck them. <laughs> yes. So Cortez was like, just apply for jobs in Texas, and that's how I knew that I was in a bomb ass marriage because I've been wanting to do that, but it's like you know, a whole other topic when you married. And I have to think about our marriage, not just being married, but. Yeah. You know, we, have, we weren't I'm, a year I'm yet. so proud of you. You know, you have grown so. That is crazy. You have grown so much in these short 15. I it still feel like we're 18 yeah. to 21. I'm saying, what do you mean? 15, well, yeah, I am. Y'all I mean, older I'm than me. I'm a baby. I does, hey, I'm 21. So Anyway, hmm. I'm 21, but I had best friends for 26 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so when he told me to move out here, you know, it was real spur of the moment. Like, I got fired. I ended up coming out here, and you let me stay with you. And you put me on... He put me on the podcast, y'all. My first podcast was The Read. I, I heard him playing in the car. Yo, they so funny. I love them. I love The Read. <laughs> Shout out to Kid Fury and Chrisley. Yes. Um, but <laughs> when I came out here, it was so sudden. And again, I only have a couple of group chats that I'm in consistent. Like, talk to them daily. Like, my close friends, that's here. So, I told my top tier friends. You know what was Am going I in the top tier? Didn't you know? I mean, <laughs> shit, I stayed with you. And it was around your birthday weekend, too. So I really appreciate that. Because you have Dr. Hardiman is single, no children, no lady, no nothing. I mean, that's not bad. Oh, he has Jackson. He, he has a fur baby. Yeah. But I almost didn't have him. <laughs> but seriously, you know, if, you're, if you've ever stayed by yourself, you know how your space is. Even if you don't stay by yourself, you know your personal space. And. You know, you don't let everybody into this space. So, I felt very honored. I didn't feel like he was obligated to because we were friends. But I felt like he did it because he wanted to. Again, me saying, when you have little or not much, what you do when you have that amount and God blesses you with more, you're going to intensify this. So, I feel like Jason intensified on his blessings and he allowed me to stay with him. But I had some people when I made my announcement, because you know I know everybody named Mama. So, me <laughs> thinking the way I think, which ain't nothing wrong with, I said, well, let me just make... Uh, this post because everybody follows me on social media. Oh, the picture that I took. The picture that you took in Victory Park. (laughs) I posted that picture. I was like, let me just make this announcement right here for everybody because I I know so many people. I'm associated with so many people. Do you know that some people started treating me different? And we never (laughs) talk about it. Like, I mean, you know me, like, I let stuff roll off my back, but depending on how close to me you are, I'll show you. Mm Mm-hmm. And it hurt me. Like, I ain't going to lie, because that's how close, you know, some of the people were. And I'm like, normally, and, and one of my good friends, Denise, taught me this. You know, my, my illest Denise. Mm-hmm. She taught me this without her knowing she taught me this. But with friendships and stuff, like, you have to 
you have to like cater to those things. Like you have to understand that some people they say how they feel and they don't. And Denise taught me that, and it was like you know I I didn't go to her graduation. I'm gonna tell the story. I'm sure she yeah. doesn't mind. Um, but she was graduating for her master's. And she asked me, you know, to come. And I told her, I was like, I really don't like graduations. Now, this sounds trifling as hell because it is. Um, no, but honestly, like, that's true. Graduations being suck, Denise is like, my matron. So no, that's I, how, I know, you know, I know. But still. This is like me telling you I don't like graduations. To this day, true. I still do not like graduations. Wait, people just, I mean, and sometimes you have different. to understand that. People don't like graduations. But when you're going for somebody, I understand what right. you're saying. Right. And I, and I will say that I was wrong, as I've said before. But this is the this this one to get worse. I didn't realize that she was upset about me going, uh, not not going to the graduation until I went to see Michelle Obama speak. Remember, she came to the yeah. veterans, and it was an undergrad. It was for the undergrad commencement, and I didn't know no. Well, I knew people that graduated, but I wasn't going for them. I was going to see Michelle Obama to say I saw Michelle Obama, and it was you know me thinking how she thought. Now it's like, damn, it's fucked up. You'll go see, and it's gonna be one of my questions. I mean, my next questions, but you'll go see this lady that you know don't even know you, and I've been there to talk to you and wipe your tears and just been there for you, and you ain't come to my stuff. Yeah, that's fucked up. And I and I've said, you know, and I say again, I was wrong for that, but I didn't realize she was mad until like a month later, a whole mm. month, and I suck it. Like I'm working on it, but I don't realize when people don't talk to me no more. I don't realize <laughs> when a group is against me or so because I'm so used to people coming in and out of my life. I've been to a thousand schools, you know. I've only been to two states, Mississippi, where I was born and raised, and here. So, you know, I I, I just know a lot of people, so. I don't catch a lot of stuff that probably should be caught. And that's why I'm having this episode because people need to be able to speak up. If you have a problem with something that I've done, about me not telling you I came to Texas or the way I said something or just anything, if we're supposed to be friends, come to me. But that's the thing. People people are weird. People won't come to you about an issue that they have. It is weird. Like, everybody is not, you know, everybody is not straightforward. Like, we are, like... People won't come to you if they have an issue with you. They would rather, like, talk shit behind your back. They would, like, rather put you down. Like, I don't know. I still don't know why Chantal moved to Dallas. She, it ain't like she making no more money than she was in Jackson. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Look. This hookah. I never tell nobody I got money. I know, but I'm just saying. I never. Like, you don't people, know if I have for real or not. They, they only moved from Jackson for such and, and such. Well, you remember Chantal was this because such and such in Jackson. And I'm like, you ain't even worried about that type of shit down here. Like, you you are on your own. Like, you are successful still. You got your podcast going. And I don't know how many times I got to say this, but I am so... I know I said it. I'm oh, proud of you. Oh, y'all that tequila really kicking in. You. That's the key. You know how you be in the bathroom drunk with a girl? <laughs> how y'all be in the bathroom drunk? Girl, I just love oh, you. You know what? I'm going to stop drinking. If you love y'all, nigga, hug y'all nigga. I'm going to stop drinking. No, I'm not. No, you're not. It's okay. You know, I'm going to show you good, too. You're doing really well for yourself. And a lot of people are happy for you. And like I was going to say earlier that I'm really glad that uh, you and Cortez are doing well. Because, of course, a lot of people were like naysayers now oh they just look i'm just trying to teach the people like you can have a plan but it's god's let it say so you know i don't mm-hmm. care and he said that on one of your previous podcasts about and i'm gonna keep saying people. it <laughs> <laughs> i told you seven times it's getting still in your brain i'm gonna say it every time <laughs> so remember earlier well all of my stuff leads to the next thing that's how i know i'm that nigga yeah, we're, we're flowing we're flowing <laughs> What do you do if a friend dick rides celebrities are well-known locals but doesn't give your projects the same energy? Well, did you have anybody like that? I don't have any. Pro- I mean, I guess I mean I guess you can say like supporting me going to vet school. But I feel like everybody supported me going to vet school. So, um, but I mean, if anybody does it, just let them do it. So, yeah. And what they gonna stop? Nothing. You still gonna you still gonna post your stuff online? Other people still gonna post your stuff? Just. Let it be what it is. Like people know. Like, all right. So if I didn't post your stuff, if I didn't post your podcast online, if I didn't post the glass mic online, so yeah, <laughs> that's so? what I'm saying. Like, and I'm I feel like everything is for a reason. So everything that I went through prior to making the podcast taught me. Like you know when I ran for different positions at uh, Jackson State, 
when I tried to uh, sell stuff. You know, I sold every damn thing. I was Listen, for you Rikita. were wrong for that <laughs> talent in the pageant. Listen, that's you were wrong. You yes, already know, y'all. You were trying to keep that shit a secret. Listen, and you came out looking like it was like not them. meant for me to do that. I actually wanted to be president of a chapter that was on campus, but some stuff happened, so I didn't become that person. So I just tried to do the next best thing. That was not. And it was no, not for me, and that's should, okay. You should have showed us your talent before. I should have, but again, lessons learned. But no, we're not gonna go in depth for that because you got me fucked up. This is my show. So. <laughs> I like being a bitch. <laughs> you, you got me fucked up. You made me lose what the fuck I was going to say. Damn. But yeah. Can we talk about this? No. <laughs> we can talk about it later when you go home. <laughs> Ellie on red for a couple days. But yeah. So. I don't lost my train of thought. So I'm just going to go to the next thing. But so like when they. When they. Shout out people. You know like. <laughs> stop. I lost my train of thought. What is in this weed? <laughs> All right. All <laughs> we got to get to But yeah, so like when I was running for stuff and when I was doing stuff, I don't even remember what I had to say now because I'm high and I'm really embarrassed. But <laughs> Leave it to me. <laughs> I'm going to be mad as hell when I go back and listen to this. I'm going to be like, damn, that's what I had to say. But yeah, so I've, I saw people like, oh yeah, that's what I had to say. I knew then when I ran for stuff and when I needed money for stuff, when I was working out these different places, who was going to be there for me and who wasn't. You know, when I graduated, who was at my graduation, who wasn't. So, life had already taught me off top the people that's going to hurt me the most are the people that I care about, the people I least suspect would do shit to me. I mean, just think about the friend. I had asked her to be in my wedding. She got in my wedding and didn't even tell me she couldn't be in it. And y'all have been friends even before She was my we only were. friend. And when everybody didn't fuck with me in high school, yep. she was my... See how humble I am? And that was, that was really... like I, I That made, that made me look it. at her different. Like, I'm like, damn, you couldn't have called her. Yeah, because you know... Like, so it was, it's a wedding. like. And I, I would have understood because <laughs> it's like I lost my job the same month I was supposed to get married. My grandma died four years. I'm four years. I'm high. I'm sorry, grandma. This is so trifling. I need to shit up. She already knew. She knew my mouth, though. That's one thing I love about my grandma, and I can say, before she left, she already knew who her grandchild was, so she probably would laugh with me doing this right now. Um, but, yeah, so, like, people... <sighs> there I go forgetting stuff again. But, yeah, so, like, I already knew that. Like, I already knew how people were going to be. So, it's like, why just? Why didn't you just tell me? Like, I, I could be empathetic. I understand. I really didn't have my girls, and if they want to call me, be like, Chantal, you lying on here, which I doubt they would. <laughs> I didn't have them spending nothing, like, lavish. The most expensive thing was their dress, and they got to keep the dress. And it was, I mean, you was in the wedding, too. So, it wasn't one of them old-fashioned dresses going to be out of style yeah. 10 years from now. It was an infinity like dress. Nice. So, you could tie it a different way if you gain weight, tie it around the road. Oh, away, I thought they were different dresses. No, it's the same as that dress. Everybody tied it different because oh, okay. I wanted women of different sizes, shapes. I had some thick ones. I had some skinny minis. You know, I had you know, I had some nice girls. But yeah, I really was upset because I'm like, we known each other for so long. Why didn't you just tell me? Mm. So that situation taught me when my grandma died and I didn't want to be around people and they thought I was being funny acting. That taught me. And moving here to Texas really taught me because I thought it was going to be some people that would be in my corner and text me like, Bitch, you finna move. You always doing some shit, unpredictable storm. Mm -hmm. And they didn't do that. They was like not talking to me. And I'm like, well, I know when you're getting ready to move to Texas, I was extremely hard on you, like hard. And yeah. it's just tough love. Like that's how I was because I wanted you to know that when you move to Texas, is you not fucking around. I'm about to see the doctor, the whispering. You can come on. <laughs> <laughs> Dakota she just she just act like she on CJT it's, every day. It's ghetto. She CJT. This podcast every, is ghetto. This is literally her this owner. This is a ghetto podcast. JT. I'm not listening to this no more. <laughs> she got dogs barking. She don't remember what she's saying. They don't ever be this excited. Yeah. Shit. But JT been gone a minute. But yeah, so I already kind of uh, groomed myself for that. So, but when my podcast came out, I already knew. Okay, it'll be some people that say some. It'll be some people that won't. And the good thing about it is I can be myself. I can talk my, you know, be my, I can talk my shit. Like, can't nobody mm -hmm. hinder this from me. I, like I said, I don't work a nine to five, so I don't plan to work for a nine to five anymore. 
But I don't have anybody to work and watch my back. Like, oh, Chantal, you said this. You know, I don't like that. And then the people that don't like me to listen, I still profit off of it. Yeah. So, you know, that's <laughs> fine. Which I feel like everybody should like me. Even if you don't, then you just have I mean, issues but with you yourself. can't expect everybody to like you. They just have issues with themselves. It's okay. <laughs> but yeah. And that's, we'll have a therapy um podcast episode about that. <laughs> oh, I was, I think I was apologizing. Was I apologizing? Nope. I was probably just, that was probably my way of apologizing. I don't think I ever really apologized. And we're going to have an episode about that too. What? Apologize? About how people don't like. I don't want to get in depth with it. I'm just gonna say this and don't don't go in depth with me. But like, have people and it could pertain to friendships. They don't apologize. They'll do something and make it like nothing ever happened. Oh, you like, like hey, Issa you and Molly? Over. Yeah. So they don't apologize. They like you just want to go out to and eat that's not or healthy. something like that. Yeah. But no, I was saying like how. I was extremely hard on you when you, when you were came, first moving to Dallas, yeah. but I just wanted to let you know that like you can't fuck around when you come out here. Like you gotta, you gotta have like maybe like some type of job lined up. You gotta have somewhere to stay. Like you can't just, you gotta have like some money, like savings or something. And I was being hard on you because I just know like I've seen people struggle. I haven't struggled yeah. per se because my parents are have always like done for me and I mean paid for me through vet school and all kind of stuff. But I mean, I've seen people struggle and I never wanted to struggle. And I guess like the little heart that I do have didn't want you to struggle <laughs> either. Because <laughs> you little or because it's a cold heart? Because you little. Both. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, so I was being hard on you. I was like, Chantal, you need to have a savings. You got to have a job. You got to have some money. You got to do this. What are you doing right now? That's like, why are you not two, doing this? Doctor, yeah, that's another but, topic too. I'm going to have a topic about that because, damn, we're going to end up having this shit be four hours. <laughs> but you know, everybody don't have it like that. And yeah. I, I was one of those people. Yeah. I have a savings now, but when I first moved out here, I didn't, I could barely, matter of fact, I wasn't even tithing 10% when I was working in my job. It didn't take me to losing my job again to be like, okay. Now what you gonna tie for zero dollars? Oh, okay. Now go and get the tie. <laughs> so the next uh question, I'm gonna ask this one. Okay, I'm gonna ask this one. Would you or are you friends with someone that is close with your enemy? I honestly do not think I have any enemies. I know it's probably. <laughs> I don't think I have. <laughs> I mean, I could. I don't know about them. Like, even, even the person who owes me money, like, I don't think we're enemies. I just, shit. I, so, if I got enemies out here and I don't know about it, you are an enemy to yourself. <laughs> you are mad at yourself because I have zero idea about any enemies in this world. So, would I be, uh, are you asking, would I be friends with somebody who was friends with my enemy? Like, it's some people that are friends with people that I don't get along with, but... You know, I'm a kind spirit, so it's like, I'm that person where you may not take it so serious. For yeah. example, like with uh, males or females that I don't get along with. I have mutual friends that, that hang out with them. Mm -hmm. And some people might be pressed about it. I feel like when it comes to a person that's really close to me, it's a different caliber. Yeah. But I'm going to talk about mine first. But like when it comes to me, I and, I and everybody will vouch, when you hang out with somebody that I'm not too fond of, don't talk to me about them. Yep. And don't talk to them about me. And that's just that. And that's and that's how it is. Like I was saying, some people are cool with me now that they didn't like me at first, which is a lot of people. You know, even now, I don't even if they don't get along no more, I say don't talk to me about them. Mm -hmm. Don't talk to them about me. And I and I'm friends with uh people and I'm I'm friends with both sides. So I'm friends with somebody who doesn't like one of my friends. Right. I mean, I guess she wouldn't really be my friend. She's just an associate because I met her down here. I mean, she's cool. Like, I don't have any issues with her. That's why I said friend. But I have, like, one side that's not cool with the other side. So, it's it's always in my best interest to try not to mix that crowd. But my friends are so cool that they're not going to be on no shit like that. Like, if I host something and I invite both sides. Like, yeah. they're not going to be on no, oh, I can't believe you invited this nigga. Or I can't believe you invited this bitch. Like, they ain't gonna be on no shit like that because but, they know they respect me and it comes it comes from respect from your friends. But also that's why I was saying like when it comes to the tier of friendships, sometimes the tier tiers change. You might have a friendship that's on level one that ends up elevating to level four, and somebody that was your level four might end up going down to level one, mm -hmm. and you'll know that when situations happen. So let's just say with a situation, 
and I, I do scenarios. I, I'm surprised I ain't did one by now. Because we don't have so much to talk about. We we got all our own scenarios. Right, <laughs> real life shit. <laughs> but I mean, the scenarios are real life too. But I try to switch it up so nobody will feel like I'm telling with telling you what they told me. Yeah. So I'm switching up this one. But this person said that they got into a fight with this with someone, and their friend became friends with them, and not talk to them as much. And I I see that a lot, and I don't say nothing because it's like it's tricky because again when it's somebody you love or had a long friendship with, that's harder to address for pe- some people than it is with somebody you just meet. Like if yeah. somebody I just met did that shit, then fuck them. Yeah. But I've been knowing you since middle school, since elementary school, and you doing this stuff now at twenty eight. That's so, but you never addressed it. And I don't know if the person feel like they're wrong or not. Me, honestly, I feel like if you got the fighting with someone and I'm your friend, I shouldn't be hanging around that person. Yeah. Because they could have killed you. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all were in a situation that person could have almost killed you. And for me to say I'm your close friend and now, you know, things have changed. Like, my life is over here. Your life is over there. The person you got the fighting with is closer to me as far as proximity. I'm with this person more. That's fucked up. It's like I chose my side. I laid my bed. Like, you're not going to ever talk to me on the person loves that you used to because I'm so close with the person that you got to fighting with. I just feel like people ha- feel like they have to choose comfort. It's comforting to know somebody where, where that's close in close proximity to you, whether you stay in North Jackson versus West Jackson. And if the person that you got to fighting with stay in North Jackson and they were already in communication with each other, but now they're cool. Yeah, it's fucked up, but you can't make the middle party choose their friend yeah. because they ain't in y'all shit. Yeah. They're not in y'all shit. That's, I mean, and just because she hang out with B more than she hang out with you then that doesn't mean that she likes B more than she likes you. It just means that she's comforting. This is convenient. I don't have to drive all the way to West Jackson. I can just drive five minutes up the street and be at A house, B house. So it's it just, just comforting and convenient. It situation. The comfort and convenient. Because comfort and convenient, which is okay, it's like, okay, well, we just had a little spat about, okay, we fucked the same person. This little shit. Yeah. Especially if you didn't know that you fucked the person they fucked while you weren't really that serious. What I'm talking about, like, some deep shit is if this person did some foul, foul shit. And I use this. You know, right? I ain't got many no scenarios. But let's just say the person that you lent money to and, you know, they ain't paid you back to this day. And I just mm-hmm. hope I don't see them. I really hope <laughs> I don't. But... Let's just say, you know, same, you same friend. Let's just say how I am. I'm like that right now. Mm-hmm. I'm saying it to you right now. Yeah. But then on down the line, I'm hanging out with this person. Oh, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Now yeah, the narrative is shifting. It has. And I really want us to be able to address this. So well, if you're, I would just ask you to send me your location. If you're and listening, you know what's going to happen after that. And you're going through that. Mm-hmm. If you are the person who that has happened to, and that might have happened yesterday, last week, last year. If that is your friend, and you'll find you should be able to come to your friend about anything. If you're hesitant about coming to them about the situation, they are not your friend, or they're not the, your level four friend. They're going, they're decreasing to level three Zero. And below. Zero. Negative. If they Negative. can't talk to you, <laughs> so you need to. If you feel that type of way, you need to tell them that. Because mm-hmm. I, I had one person say, "We're not even friends like that anymore. We both know it. Like, why do that?" But y'all, so y'all both friends. Y'all not both friends like that. But like, and y'all, they just are they just still hanging around each other or? No, but it's well, honestly, I really don't know. I'm, I don't know why I'm answering for these people. They answer the questions. I can see who responded, but I don't know who they even talking about. Okay. And that's another thing. That's another way you can show if a person feels triggered. If you's making a general statement and somebody feels triggered, yeah, in your inbox. Because I was telling you know my first episode with Cortez, my main thing is it's a lot of people. Who thought memes were about them. And I don't know why it took them so long to realize I have a meme thing. Like yeah. it's a, a different type of thing. Sometimes it's random funnies. Sometimes it's about friendships. Sometimes it's about whatever. It can be about anything. But like, if it if a hit dog will holler. You sound like my grandma. Scuttle, scuttlebutt. A scuttle, scuttlebutt. Scuttle, scuttlebutt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take another shot. <laughs> Let me take one too. Cool. But yeah. I don't feel like this conversation was 
negative. I, I wanted it to be about friendship issues that I feel occur in your childhood or your adulthood that are unspoken. And it took me a long time to come to a place where I feel comfortable to talk to people about how I feel. And the only time I will say that I get a little nervous is if it's people that come to me or something that happens uh, with those people that were before I made this realization had this epiphany. So, like I said... Your ring I, blinging all in my eye right now. Oh, thank you. <clears throat> Turn it down. My, my husband, um... No, we job. built it together. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you. Um, but yeah, so like that's the only time where I feel a little hesitant. And again, I'm working on it. Don't please don't try it now. When you hear this and get your balls dropping, you be like, "Well, let me see if she uh talking about me." Because <laughs> you gonna get your feelings hurt. Somebody's feelings gonna be hurt. But like that's the only time I become a little hesitant is when before I had my epiphany, before everybody got to see this side that you've been knowing about me. Mm-hmm. When people. I'm just making up a name. Let's just say uh, Shalulu from Provine. She remember the Chantal that got bullied. And she feel like if, you know, I'm talking about a ponytail or something on podcast. I'm talking about her. So she called and be like, you talking about a ponytail? And at that time, you know, I, I had a little fear. But I didn't have fear about that girl for real. <laughs> but, you know, I had a little fear about her back then. But now, you know, I don't fear nobody. Mm-hmm. But it's like in my mind, I remember how the past me was. But then I had to get myself together. Like, no, that person is gone. Um, when so, you when you when you spoke about ponytails in high school, you know who I thought about. That's right? what I was talking about. I told you I changed names. <laughs> I changed names. You did she, know, I, did I she spend a night? Did she write you? Hell no! Oh, I, I thought, thought you was a random person. Oh, I'm high, still, so my funny. brain is expanding. Well, you should snatch her no, ponytail. <laughs> yeah, she didn't do nothing wrong to me that I can no, recall. I love her. She yeah, was, I love her too. She was so funny. I love her too. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's the only thing. I just. Again, I, like I told people before, I haven't said it out loud on the podcast, but I aspire to be um, you all, the people. I aspire to be your guilty pleasure because I know some people do work nine to fives. And if you don't work a nine to five, you may have to put on, put on. you know how you switch roles. You're not being fake, but depending on what setting you're in, that's when you you're being a, a different way. version like, you don't, of Like you. how you're talking tonight, you don't talk to your patients that way. Right. Unless it's me I when I come in because you don't give a fuck oh, about I me don't. and Bella. You, <laughs> Charles bringing in Pierre. Charles, I see Pierre all the time. Yeah. So, like, yeah. But, you know, you maintain your professionalism. But the podcast is, like, where I want y'all to undo your ties, take your bras out, take your wig off, and be like, yeah, this is Take your I'm- mask off now. Because now, now niggas know how I feel when females want to take their bras off when they get home. Yeah. As soon as we get in that car, oh, we take their mask off now. Be <laughs> But yeah, so I, I aspire to be this. So I do plan to revisit friendships, but the next time it'll be more, not saying this is negative because it wasn't, it was just unspoken things that a lot of people go through. But I want to um, talk more about, you know, the positive side. Like I got this meme on my phone. If y'all don't follow me on social media, Chantal Lewis at C-H-A-N. T-A-L-E-W-I-S underscore. Yes, I had to close my eyes to remember my name. No, you know I what I do hate? You know what? You, and you name. know. Yes, I mean, you know me so well. Chantel. You know. like Chantel. I'm like, you have introduced yourself to people without Chantel. them knowing the spelling of your name, without seeing it. You just said, my name is Chantal. And then when you see them again, what are they calling you? Chantel. Chantel. <laughs> and that just irks me. So I'm like, she... Told you her it's name was Chantal. Syllables. Chantal. It's not even ghetto. It's, it's just Chantal. It's French. Chantal. Mostly, you know. Keep I, just I, say her name. Say okay. Name, Wait, too soon. I name. can't say that. But uh, but yeah. So the meme it says, "I left my purse at home this morning. I asked a friend to cash up me ten dollars. They sent me twenty dollars without question. I swear to God, I sent the same text to a family member." That's coming up. I hope Ooh. if you family, you know if you good family to me or not. You know if a, it's gonna be back. I need to be on that one. You, okay, you know if it's good or not. One. If you if you've been a good family member, you will not be triggered. Um, I sent the same text to a family member, and they said you balling. What you need with ten dollars? My point is, real friends won't pry. If they can help you, they will without passing judgment. Yep. Real friends. Yep. Real friends, and I, I'm yep. safe to say that I have people on my side that are friends, that are associates, that are followers, that are line sisters, that really have my back. Like, 
they send stuff without me asking, and it's taught me to be that same way. Like I do random cash apps. I haven't. Well, I send I you. I, I send do, you some stuff, but it don't I be do random. random cash apps. I do random cash. I have apps. never received. Let me go to my cash app. No, you have not received one, and that's fine. Like <laughs> the, the the best things that you've done for me were intangible. Yeah. And money can't buy those. And I just I just pray that we have an everlasting friendship. <laughs> And it just continues to grow and grow. We don't have a choice. We, we say have an inside joke. We don't have a choice. Ulaine, they like don't like Elaine, Elaine, no Elaine, 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 it says, and we're gonna. I'm gonna change the. Is this lyrics. a song? Yes, it's by Kanye West. Real friends. Oh yeah. So I'm gonna change it from family to friends. What's best for your friend? Immediate or extended? Any argument, the media, the media will extend it. I had a friend that stole my laptop that I was fucking bitches on. Paid their friend two hundred fifty thousand dollars just to get it from them. Real friends, huh? Wow. If you have a <laughs> friend that and. I'm not going to say you have an intuition that knows because it is some people that will stab you in the back and you don't even see it coming. Yep. Rest in peace to Selena. She didn't know. She was vouching for mm-hmm. this lady. So, and it happened to her. She, if, I'm sure if she saw it coming, she she would have changed the narrative. Right. But I, I'm still devastated. Like, I knew her personally. And That's kind of like vouching for white people and then they come back and have a video posted to them online. You're like, damn! I vouched for you. Yeah. I said you wouldn't say no racist shit, and, and you said yet here you are being a but fucking. But it's Karen. situations where you have to learn who your real friends are. Yep. So sometimes you learn it immediately. Sometimes you learn it years on down the line. But what my goal is for y'all, I hope that you have the mind to want to open this conversation, and not only just open to the conversation because sometimes you can be the person who. You know, is the ringleader or the bully or the antagonist. And you may not feel that way because, of course, we look at ourselves on a higher standard. So, let's do some self-reflecting and see, have I been that friend that always turns uh, my friends down? It doesn't go to their events, but I go to their uh, to other people's events. Do I post celebrities and jewelerities and what are they called? Dallas? Don't ask me. Dallas Liberties. Uh, Texan Liberties. <laughs> I just made a new word up. I don't know. If there's something else, please inform me. What the Dallas people what are What the called. Dallas lingo is. Because I'm sure it's something. I don't know either. Yeah. So, lo- know you know, local Dallas famous people, they got at least, you know, 5,000 or more followers. Whoever you feel is a famous. Because to me, 2, you know, it's famous number. people don't even have an Instagram. Jay-Z ain't got no Instagram. So, does that mean because he ain't got no followers, he's not famous? Who don't have an Instagram? Jay-Z does not have an Instagram. Really? He does not. Uh, Beyonce does. But I'm saying, like, your famous, she has been lately. Well, she Correct yourself. I'm part of the Beehive. Whoa. I got to renew my membership, but I'm still, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still a member. I'm just not active. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so I don't feel like that's what, what controls. But some people look at your followers or people that repost you. They look at that like, okay, you the shit. But, you know, that's, that's not it to me. So, if you have a friend that you feel is like that, or if you feel like you're that person, do some self-reflection, If you, especially if you want that friendship. And understand that some friendships are a season. If y'all aren't cool like y'all used to be in elementary school or college, or you end up finding yourself best friends with somebody that you better talk to um, at work, whatever the situation it may be, just reflect those and make sure that you're... Not the toxic person, because you know that's the word of the the past two years. Toxic, toxic, but Energy. self but self reflection is like the best the best way to put it. Like I feel like we all need to self reflect. Like, am I the problem? Am I the issue? Like, right. am I what's going wrong in like my relationships? And whether your relationships be friendships or companionships or you know passionate, like you have to if if everything is going wrong, be like, damn. Am I the problem? Like, you can literally right. look in the mirror and, and just, like, talk to yourself. Like, that's a good thing. I don't know if many people do that. Look in the mirror and just talk. I'm or... <laughs> No Michael Jackson. But for real. <laughs> he, he left us a message. Rest in peace. He did. But, I mean, people should really self-reflect. And that's, that's, that's an awesome thing to do. Because 
talking shit out and then looking yourself in the face when you say some dumb shit, you'd be like, that was dumb. Yeah. That was dumb. <laughs> so, again, so since we're talking about self-reflection, I want people to put a name and a face together because you are cool as fuck. If y'all need your pet, not your, not your nigga that's the dog, but like an actual animal. That was born animal. That doesn't identify. Because <laughs> you know everybody. You know. I don't know. This identifies animal. But an actual fur baby. Or a. a, a we were talking about the snakes and skin baby. Whatever baby. Reptiles. Reptile amphibians. Look at me. Okay. Look, Memory again refreshed. <laughs> yeah. Cold bloody. Warm bloody. Your your baby. If you need that done in the DFW area. If you're willing to drive to Dallas. Whatever your preference is. Please hit up Dr. Hardiman. Tell him your Instagram name again. That's Dr. Dr. Dot Hardiman, H-A-R-D-I-M-A-N. Hey, and I want. I was like, I was about to ask myself <laughs> if I spelled it right. <laughs> I guess I should go for myself like uh, the other people did. Hey, I'm uh, Jason. Jason okay. Hardiman. Okay, we done and... had enough shade tonight. <laughs> I'm getting I mean, cold. They I'm gave, out of shade. They gave head. all their accolades. I'm like, damn, is that how I need to introduce myself mm-hmm. on there? I just tell people, hey, y'all, I'm Chantal. And I only say that because I want people to know Chantal. Chantal. I was just going to say Jason, but you introduced me as oh, Dr. Yeah, Hardiman. Oh, yeah, like you said, I'm, I'm your hype woman, you babe. Are. I'm going to hype you up everywhere we go. You Do you 100%. know who this is? This is Dr. Jason Terrell Hardiman. Meanwhile, I'm just sitting over here. Yeah. a regular person. You have your own, you have your friends, your fan club, <laughs> your, your people that's going to vouch for you. I love y'all, though. I, like, I always tell them, I, I don't know if y'all like me, but I always tell people when they fuck with us, I don't have no license to lose. <laughs> I don't. And I've already introduced I how I talk reckless on this podcast, so <laughs> it's not like I'm trying to buy for anybody's vote anymore. <laughs> you know, I ain't running for nothing. <laughs> so, it is what it is. I only care about the people I care about. And I care about y'all. But, yeah. Hey guys, so <laughs> I want to thank y'all for tuning to the Glass Mic where it's no script, just transparent talk. And I want to thank my sponsor, The Curve Boutique, T-H-E-E-C-U-R-V-E-B-O-U-T-I-Q-U-E-A. <laughs> y'all, we be rapping. <laughs> so I want to thank them. That's the Instagram handle for supporting the vision. Please use code C H A N T A L R. You won't get no discount in the mail because I'm trying to save you some money so that ass can't poke out for your honey. Woo! <laughs> did, you, did you write that? No, it's what? not. Look, I, I just made this shit up. <laughs> And I want to, I want to thank the listeners for supporting amazing. my brand. I do this for my family. I do this for my friends. But most importantly, I do this for the people. I am Chantal, and as always, I love y'all. And we are. We out.